Hey guys, what's up and welcome to Pondering Points Podcast. I am your host, Apostle MB, and it is an honor to have you joining with me on the podcast on today. First of all, I hope you guys had a great weekend and everything went well for you. Mine turned out very well and uh, had an awesome time in church on yesterday and uh, and just glad to be back as we uh, uh, begin our week uh, with our first day of the week. And so I uh, just wanted to drop a word with you, a quick word with you as you prepare your day and uh, and your week as you go forth. And my topic today is so now what? So now what? Well, as 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 all of you should be aware uh, that we now have a new president and uh, a, a new commander and chief, uh, a, a new uh, vice president uh, as of Wednesday of last week was elected and was sworn in into office. And so as with any election, of course, there's always losers and uh, and there's always winners. And that's with anything, games, whatever, there's always winners and there's always losers. And, uh, and of course, there always is uh, something or uh, uh, disgruntled people and, and people that are not happy uh, because of various reasons. But um, as we look at this thing, the question I really believe now is, so so now what you know we we have this this man and uh this woman uh that is now in the highest office in the land as it relates to human beings we know that god is the ultimate highest office but uh in the flesh and blood uh the president is the highest office and so we now have these individuals in office and i'm not gonna really endeavor into or indulge into uh uh what they're standing for because i believe that as long as god is on the throne and he being in the ultimate office then he has control. The Bible, there's one scripture that says uh, that the heart of the king and our present day king is the president. The heart of the king is in the hands of God and God directs and he he does what he needs to do. And uh, so whether many of you guys believe this or not, or whether you've really just sat down and uh, or just looked at it and, and observed it, but every aspect of our daily lives is affected in some way by the officials that we elect to govern our cities, to govern our states, and to govern our nation. These these leaders, these individuals carry a lot of responsibility and they need strength and they need wisdom. They need strength and they need wisdom. Now, let me say this uh, uh, real quickly. Sometime because of our political beliefs uh, or our political uh, persuasion or because of what we stand or believe on, sometimes we overlook. In, in, in other words, um, we, ha- we have to be careful because uh, first we are called as Christians and we are called to do things biblically. And uh, all of this other stuff, our political beliefs and, and uh, connections and, and, and all of these other things, uh, sometimes we'll get caught into that net and and, uh, and it'll cause us not to do what we need to be doing. And I think this is the point of, of uh, the podcast today that I'm talking about, uh, reminding us that we as Christians 
We have a ultimate responsibility, whether we like who was put in office. And that when I say office, that's not just the president. That's all the way down to the local government, your city councilmen, your mayors, your county commissioners, your local individuals that governs you on uh, uh, that, that, that we place in office, whether the person you support got into it or not. Uh, our response, we have a responsibility as Christians to do something, whether we supported those individuals in office or not. And this is the ultimate goal, because in essence, whether we are Democrat, whether if you are a Republican and, and now we have a Democrat uh a um, uh, president in office and you say, well, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to do. Well, that's fine if you're not going to do what you're supposed to do. But as a Christian, as a Christian who is a Republican, as a Christian who may be Democrat, we still have a responsibility as that Christian to do some things because in all actuality, all of our lives are governed every day by those individuals who now seek that office. Uh, you might say, well, okay, apostle, I hear you. So let me take it because y'all know how I roll. Y'all know how I roll. You know, I roll that I'm going, I'm going to line what I say up with the word of God, because that is the final authority, uh, as I consider it, uh, for us, the word of God. So first Timothy chapter number two, verses one through two. And I'm going to read it to you so that you'll hear it. And you go back and look at it in your leisure time. He said, I exalt you, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayer, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men. All men is inclusive. Every nationality, every, every race, every gender, that, that is inclusive of all men, everybody. Okay, everybody. Normally, when you see the word men, it means mankind. Okay, when it's dealing with the gender, it's normally uh, oftentimes means man, but sometimes that can also mean uh, mankind. But here, Paul is saying that all for all men, every uh, body that that is in the human race, he said for kings, kings are present day president. For kings and all that are in authority that look what Paul said that we might live or we might lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godless godlessness and honesty. Now, at that particular time, Paul was writing a letter of encouragement to Timothy. Timothy was a young pastor and uh, Timothy was somewhat timid. Uh, at that time. And so he required a lot of encouragement, but Paul's letter made a bold statement to Timothy that you are to be praying, not complaining, but you are to be praying and in various forms of prayer. But in, in, in other words, you ought to be praying, making supplication, making prayer, communication with God, making intercession that your prayers cut off and then giving up things. To everybody, he said, in all forms should be made for all men and urge this young pastor. And I believe that this is applicable for us as Christians to pray for those of or in authority. At that time, at that particular time uh, of Paul's writing, there was a godless emperor by the name of Nero 
who was on the throne. Now, I, I'm not even going to get into that, uh, 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 the, the, the religious or spiritual state of our current leadership, because, I, you know, I don't think it's so much uh, about that or uh, where, where he's at spiritually. Uh, he or vice president or any of the other people that are in authority. But at that time, they were a, a, a godless. He did not claim, Nero did not claim any type of salvation. And he was on the throne. And yet the believers were called to pray for him. And, and I believe that if we had taken this approach with our former leadership, I believe some things would have turned in a different way. But again, sometimes we get so engulfed in our political parties and who is in office and who is not in office that in and everything that those individuals do, it becomes wrong if they're not a part of our party and we begin to make a mess. Because if there is room of complaint, most of the time there's not space for prayer. Let me say that again. If there are a lot of complaints and we make room for those complaints and, and, and offer those complaints up about something or someone, normally we never pray for what we complain about. So this is what Paul is telling them. I believe that this is applicable for us. We are starting into a new administration and I believe that that God can handle and he will handle it. But I think some things he waits on us as Christians to begin to complain, to begin to pray, not complain, but begin to pray. Amen. And God will move on our behalf. Uh, what a difficult and different approach to government authority. I mean, you know, uh, 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 and that probably was hard for Timothy, you know, just to hear, to read this letter. You mean to tell me that this man here don't even confess God and, and, and proclaim that he is saved, but yet I am to be praying for him. Even if we disagree, we are to pray for those who rule the daily affairs of our life from the president right on down. Uh, to to all of the the and I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the lineup, but all the way down again to our local government, ladies and gentlemen, we are to pray for them. We are to lift them up. You might say, well, Pastor Ben, I, I I'm already aware of that. Well, that's great, but this is a reminder to you today that we need to continue to do it because you know whatever your again whatever your political persuasion is, uh, uh, if if the one that's in the White House is who you were hoping to be, then we still need to pray for him. We don't need to sit back him and her. We don't need to sit back and say, okay, I got I, I got the Democrat in and I'm excited about it and I'm gonna let them um, lead. Uh, uh, no, we, we need to still continue to pray for them. So the question then becomes, uh, who who do we pray for? And I'm getting ready to wrap it up. We pray, of course, for our, our presidential office, our, our, our president, uh, Biden, our vice president, Harris. We, we pray for them. We pray for them. Uh, as the scripture says, all elected officials, everything below the presidential office, uh, our Congress, our Senate, uh, 
uh, our House of Representatives in, 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 the, in the U.S., uh, right on down to our local government, our governor, uh, our, our senators, our, our state senators, our state House of Representatives, uh, uh, leaders that uh, govern the laws and the regulations of that of, of our individual state, uh, our county commissioners, uh, our um, uh, mayors of each individual city of each state, our uh, um city councilman and town uh, council. I'm a city council member. Uh, I'm a mayor pro tem of the city of Clinton. Uh, uh, Paul, look what Paul said because he, Paul included himself. He said, look at that script again. He said that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life that we may. So Paul was not just speaking because Paul didn't, he didn't hold a political office. He, hold, he held a uh, a, a religious office or a Christian office and so a godly office and so therefore Paul was included that in there which means we are to pray for our pastors out the apostles and the the bishops and and uh, if you're in an organization to pray for those those bishops and leadership uh, those that are in leadership your district elders and and all of those that that make up the government that bring forth the control of that your pastor your sister pastor your co-pastor uh, 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 individual pastors within the church that that are set and, and held over different places your elders your ministers your your uh preachers, uh, all of those, and th- even down to your little presidents, the usher president and the choir president and all of that, that you pray. Look what Paul said, that we might lead a quiet, that we might lead, we might lead, that we might take whatever we are over in the right direction, a quiet and peaceable life in all godlessness and godliness and honesty. This is what Paul is saying. So we're to pray for everybody. What are we to pray? What are we to pray for, Apostle? Because oftentimes we hear people say, pray, pray. But what are we to pray for? Pray for our health. Pray for our safety. For those that may not, for those that don't want to see good for us, that want to see us hurt for whatever reason. It is a sad thing that you want to destroy a man or a woman because they don't believe what you believe or they don't go along with what you go along. Uh, That they will have wisdom. Pray that we will have wisdom in handling things. Now, this is a biggie here and a lot of us don't really understand it and I'm done. That they submit themselves as instruments of God. That they submit themselves as instruments of God. God. And look what he says then, that we might lead a quiet and peaceable life. So in order to pray, guys, and I'm done, you got to have a right attitude. I am a kingdom ambassador. You are a kingdom ambassador. And God have given each and every one of us a requirement and an authority to pray and a privilege. So this is what we do now. This is our objective. This is what God, I believe, is calling us to do. And that is to pray. Make an intercession for all men, including our 
governmental officials. And if you begin to do that, guys, I'm going to tell you something. We can see some changing taking place and God can govern and God can handle. It's almost like we pray for the government so that God may govern the government. And when we do that, we see some great things happen. Guys, that's all I have for you today. So this is what our assignment is, is to pray. But we got to have that right attitude when we pray and just pray. You know what? I'm not I'm, I'm not Republican, but I'm praying for the pro- Republican leaders. I'm not Democrat, but I'm praying for the Democrat leaders. I'm praying. Listen, and when we do that, I'm not even a member of your church, but I'm praying for your pastor. You're not a member of my church, but I sure would care. I sure would appreciate your prayers uh, towards me. Why? Because it I am included and inclusive of that. When you pray for pastors, praying for all of us that we might lead a godly life and a quiet and peaceable life unto the Lord. And when we do that, we'll see some great things happening in all of our lives. God, that's all I have for you today. I pray you have a wonderful, wonderful day and the remaining of your week will be just as wonderful until we get back together again next week. Uh, Guys, be safe. Please be safe. Do what you need to do. Wash your hands, wear your mask. And and as always, they say, be distant. Don't, Don't get too close. And as I always say, I'm not being funny. I'm just being safe. Love you guys. And we look forward to catching you back next week for another Pondering Points. God bless you.